I'm Mark. And I'm Harris. And we'd like to welcome you to Behind the Gorilla, a podcast where we delve into the wild, wacky, and crazy side of professional wrestling. Everyone, and welcome to another week of Behind the Gorilla, uh, again with uh, Mark and Harris, and uh, yeah, not a whole, we were talking right before we started, not a whole lot of news, at least for us, because we've been very much not paying attention, because there's not a whole lot of interest going on. Um, like, I'll, I'll, I mean, what, you know, if something, if, if I hear, I mean, I follow every, you know, we still follow everything, but as far as watching stuff, if I hear something that's like, oh, this match was good, you know, on Twitter or whatever, then I'll watch that on Raw or SmackDown or whatever. Mm-hmm. But as far as sitting down and watching them live, that's pretty much out the window, at least for now. I mean, we're in such a weird state right now where we're in the middle of like four pay-per-views in the span of two yeah, months. Yeah, and everything's and really very hard to feel like disjointed. even the weekly television matters at all. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of pattern of anything, and it's just all kind of blah right I mean, now. That's not to say nothing's going to happen. Like, I'm going to tune in Tuesday. Well, I want to see SmackDown 1000. Oh, yeah. There's always the chance that something crazy is going to happen, you know? Yeah, but, SmackDown 1000 is definitely... Well, most of those uh, shows end up sucking, so we'll see. But um, it's definitely going right. to be worth tuning in for anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, Rey Mysterio's coming back. Yeah. Evolution's going to be there, which is yeah. interesting. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Undertaker will be there and stuff. So, I mean, it, it, it's definitely going to be worth watching. Um, as far as, like... Stuff going on. I mean, Shawn Michaels is officially out of retirement. Um, I heard that segment. Okay, that's what I meant to go back and watch because I heard that segment. I didn't even watch really, it. Really, really well done. And I hate that I didn't watch it because now I want to talk about it. But I feel like I didn't watch it. I, I just don't, I don't care. Know. I just don't care. I don't. I don't even care if it's well done. I, I still it, don't care. Yeah. And I, I mean, and Shawn Michaels is the top five favorite wrestler of all time, and I don't care. I mean, like I said last week, I, I love the fact that he has stayed retired for yeah, so long and there's a storyline justification for it. But from what I heard, and again, I'm really annoyed I didn't go back and watch it, it sounds like they had, they made it work at least. Like they yeah. had a good, thoughtful, like character driven reason for him to come back, even if it's as much as, you know, just Triple H talking him into it. Like yeah. it sounded like it really works. And I still think this is going to lead to a one on one match with the undertaker where it's like, all right, you want to come back and wrestle full time. You got to go through me to do it, which I do really like. I think that'll be cool. Eh. Which of course means it won't happen. And we'll be <laughs> right. bitterly disappointed. But. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. So that's going on. Um, again, the closest I just, thing I, like I can think of to news was somebody on Twitter was like, Oh, it looks like Becky Lynch could really be in trouble. Cause she cracked her jaw in one of her matches against Charlotte. And, she might have to drop the title. And the first comment said, yeah, I don't know what your source is for that, but that's not true at all. <laughs> like Becky said, she's hurt, but she's fine. So that's the closest I can think of. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's not much from that. And then, and well, and then the only other thing is, obviously, that women's pay-per-view is coming up at some point. I know it's soon, but I don't care. And then I, Crown, Dro- then, then Crown the Jewel is most- coming up too, and I don't care about that either, except for the fact that there's a lot of there's a lot of talk with that going on. Yeah, <laughs> I'm um I'm gonna stay monitoring the situation as I believe what WWE said. So yeah, follow their lead on that one. I don't. We're not qualified to comment on that. Not really. I don't really feel comfortable watching it. I felt kind of dirty watching it the first time, and now I really don't feel comfortable watching it. I just so don't I care because we Cause know it's just these these big other nation events are just giant house shows that mean nothing for the most part. Pretty much. They just pull out these big names and big. This is exactly what happened. This is exactly why name value alone doesn't work. Because all they do is bring out these big names to make these big marquee matchups with zero buildup and zero story in them, and they're usually not good. That's how that's how important story is to professional wrestling. Yeah. Well, I mean, think of not even like with old legends, but think of like AJ versus Shinsuke at WrestleMania this year. Like they didn't like a dream match isn't a bad thing, but you have to have some sort of story, even if it were as simple as like. 
oh, Nakamura's never kicked out of the Styles Clash. Will he do it in this match? Like, they didn't even do anything like that. They didn't put two minutes of thought into any actual intrigue in the match. They just said, dream match, dream match, dream match. Oh, I thought they did a great job. I thought they did a great job building that up. I thought they did a fine job building that up. I just... I thought the match was kind of a letdown, honestly. Well, yeah, they didn't have anything because the buildup was so big. That was that was the reason why it was kind of like the the buildup for that match was so big, and that wasn't what they didn't want that to be the match. They wanted that to be the start match, and yeah. So then, therefore, it you know wasn't quite what everyone was hoping for. I mean, WrestleMania is not that. This is the other thing. WrestleMania should not be the place. Uh, things like storylines are starting nowadays. WWE starts so many storylines at WrestleMania, and I don't understand. Yeah, it's annoying. It's like no, this is the payoff thing. This is for the all the other stories. This is where they're supposed to end. This is not where stories are supposed to start. And nowadays, it just seems like they're using it almost as much to start things as they are to finish things. I hate yeah, that. I don't know if it's just like a trend towards them thinking a year in advance all the time now which doesn't work. Like, you'd think their long-term storytelling would be better if that was the case. It's really not. Yeah. I don't know what else it, you know, I, I get exactly what you're saying. It's frustrating, but. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so uh, that's pretty much it. I still haven't gotten a chance to watch the, uh, I don't even remember what it was called, whatever the New Japan pay-per-view or event that they had last week or a week and a half ago. I know it was really <laughs> good. It had the main event. I know the main event's Cody and Kenny and uh, Ibushi, triple threat for the IWGP title, and I really wanted to watch that. I just haven't got, I just haven't got a chance yet. A lot of stuff going on, so um, <laughs> I will watch that at some point. Um, I'm more excited to re- watch that than anything coming up with WWE. So um, anyway, but uh, yeah, so that's that's pretty much it for any <laughs> current things going on. I mean, there's Don't a lot. There's a lot going anyway. on. There's a lot going on. There's just there's not a lot of interest going on. Going frankly, on. that's the problem. We don't know where to focus. So yeah, and don't. nothing really piques any of our interest for the most part right now. There's not a lot of that going on. So, you know, yeah, it is what it is. I, I'm, I am excited to see. It might not be a good show, but I'm excited to see how they handle Evolution. Yeah, and whether or not it's going to be like an actual really good show, or if it's just going to be a lot of Stephanie McMahon preaching about how she is, you know, the <laughs> chosen one who brought the women's revolution. They turned the Bella's heel. That happened, oh, and yeah. that's great. I don't care. I'm really into that. Don't I care. really want to see Ronda kill them. That, don't care. I'm, I'm excited I don't that. even want to see Ronda kill them. I honestly just don't want to see them at all. Like, it's just, I don't care <laughs> at all. I don't care what they do at all. They're the epitome of bad for wrestling that there is when it's literally someone who I don't want to see on screen, period. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see them get beat up. I don't want to see anything. I just don't want them there. Just don't. So everyone else can enjoy it. That's fine. I won't. I, I, I don't care. It's really funny that you have such a strong hatred for the Bellas. Because they're like, the last holdouts like, of garbage that are in the women's no, division. No, I know, but I feel like a lot of your aren't a lot of your who who like aren't a lot of your favorite women's wrestlers like Kelly Kelly and people who also can't work at all. That's the only one. <laughs> and I'm not going to okay. lie, with me doing research <laughs> okay. for our topic today, there was definitely distractions um, that took me oh. longer than that, because it was right during that Good. that period. Good Lord. Okay. But that, well. that's the only, <laughs> Kelly Kelly is the only one, and that's it. But uh, yes, that is true. I will I will admit that. But, um, and again, it's not, it's. The time it's the times have a lot to do with it too, with what the product is trying to be. Right, and so, I think that's so what when I go back and people. so when I go back and watch stuff from two thousand and five and two thousand and seven and those years, I don't it doesn't I don't care because it's just like okay that's what they were trying to do so whatever it's stupid but okay now it's like all right we we know what they're trying to do and they've really done a they've overall they've done a great job of legitimizing it and create and it's its own wrestling brand and but then there's still this in there there's still total divas divas going on and there's still you know that and it's just ugh. total bellas you're forgetting their spinoff show yeah that that too and it's just like i understand that brings a whole nother audience 
and I get it, but at the same time, to me, that cheapens it. So, yeah, it's just not for me. It's just not my, uh, I just don't care. Some people do. That's it's, fine. <laughs> I, I'd rather, well, I'd rather watch, uh, Charlotte and Becky Lynch. I would too, and I hope they main event. That would oh, be, I, oh, they I, better. I don't, I don't know if they will. I, I would love to see Rhonda and Nikki just like let them do that because that is like, I like the Rhonda and versus the Bellas as like a sports entertainment storyline, but mm-hmm. here's, the, here's the reason I think you might have a real chance of seeing Charlotte and Becky main event. You're going to want to be able to push as much stuff as you possibly can SmackDown when they go to Fox next year and, you know, that like yeah. billion dollar transaction and they're on like a real, you know, like straight up prime time on Fox. Yeah. Network and you if you can you know turn around and say well yeah SmackDown's a really big deal because we did this and we did this and the SmackDown women's title main evented the first ever women's pay per view like that's that's the kind of PR stuff that they just eat up you know yeah. oh I agree I think it's by far the right move for all those reasons but we'll see we'll see anyway so that's uh that's it for any current stuff I guess we actually went longer than I even thought we would so that's we good did. But, uh, <laughs> we do this every week we're like yeah there's not really much going on but listen I really hate this yeah it's true it's so true then we're like oh yeah but this was really stupid like every other every other wrestling so podcast. much easier to I talk will... about stuff that's stupid than stuff that's good and that's why we do this show absolutely that's what and the sometimes show's it about. accidentally ends up being good which is kind true. of like wrestling true in general. So uh, we can get into the main the main event here. And um, speaking of stupid, this is and you were saying you know sometimes stuff's so stupid that it's good. We've had several of those episodes, and those are always fun. This is not one of those at all. Great. <laughs> this is this is in my opinion the worst thing WWE has ever done ever. Wow. Um, oh no, it's not Sting, is it? No, 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 no. That that was just <laughs> that was just uh, no. That's different. That that's totally different. I'm talking about as a storyline. This oh, is like probably the itself. worst, like, the worst storyline ever. Oh man! And it's there's there's many reasons for that one. Personally, this is just something that I despise. Two, the people that are involved, and the level that it was kind of built, and that the 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 level that it was kind of put at, the fact Great. that absolutely not a single person gets over, not a single not a dime of money was drawn from it. And then there wasn't even like a payoff. So all these things, this is the worst storyline in my opinion probably ever in, in, in wrestling. Wow. And the interesting thing was it didn't start this way. It, there was a, uh, a turn that was made kind of right near okay. the beginning. And the original idea, I'll go over the original idea. And it actually could have been, it could have been interesting. It still, would, it still was dumb f- kind of from the start, but it, it, there was some intrigue into what the original idea was supposed to be. And then when you know that, and then what ended up happening, then it's just like, oh man, it's, it makes it so much worse. Okay. Okay, well, I'm really into this. So we're going to start. This, this all takes place over the years of 2007 and 2008. Okay. So this is uh, pretty much a dead zone of WWE for a yeah. lot of stuff. Like there was there was some and again, while I was going back and watching a bunch of stuff, yeah, then I'm like, "Oh yeah, that happened and that happened." And there's good cuz this is right when I started watching wrestling. That yeah. right in this time was when I started watching like current I mean, I'd already been watching wrestling, but like current WWE wrestling. And right. so I remembered a lot of this stuff, but a lot of the stuff on Raw, I didn't remember as much because I was mostly watching SmackDown cuz that's what I actually got at home cuz we didn't have cable. So I mm-hmm. didn't, wasn't watching Raw a ton. But, like, I mean, there's some great stories. This is, like, right in this time period, in this about about a year that this kind of took place over, Jericho comes back for the first time. Uh, the uh, What were some of the other really good feuds? Uh, Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton's feud was right at the beginning of 2008 during this time for the WWE title, like where Jeff Hardy jumped off the 30-foot scaffolding onto Randy Orton and stuff like that. Like, there's... There's a lot of good stuff going on through this time. The, at near the tail end of this is kind of when the Michaels-Jericho feud kind of started. And at the beginning, Bobby Lashley is over huge at this point. This was when he was first in, making a really big splash on Raw. He had just kind of come over from ECW and was making a big splash on Raw. And the crowd 
he's over pretty big. He was over huge when he was first over in WWE. Um, anyway, so there's a lot of stuff going on. But anyway, we're going to start in 2007 in June. And what happened was uh, Vince died. Oh, no. <laughs> in June of 2007. Yes. No, see, you think you know where this is going, but you don't. Um, oh, okay. So Vin, there was a Vince McMahon Appreciation Day. Also, this might be a long episode too, because there's a this goes on for a year. Uh, but um, so there's a Vince McMahon Appreciation Night on Raw, and I don't, I didn't watch the whole episode, but a bunch of stuff happens. And at the very end of the show, the show's over. Vince is leaving, and he's just leaving really weird, like really weirdly, and. Um, How? Like he's just well, walking he out. Weird? He's like, like leaving he the arena. Anyway. He's leaving he the arena, and uh-huh. like everyone's like kind of lined up in the hallway, like saying congratulations or whatever to him. And he goes outside like by himself, and is just like slowly kind of walking through the parking lot and like kind of looking around. And then there's like two random like workers like over by the side of the building and stuff, and he's just like very slowly walking around, looking around, and then he gets to his limo. And, like, opens the door and then, like, looks around again and then slowly, like, gets in. And then the door just kind of, he's just kind of sitting in there with the door open. Okay. And then shuts the door and, boom, limo explodes. <laughs> Ball of fire. It is blown up. And the camera is just panning around, zooming in and out, going along the limo as it's just burning, on, burning, and then just goes off. And that's the end of the show. <laughs> So then the next week, there's a big, like, memorial for Vince McMahon, and everyone's coming out and sad, and Jonathan Coachman is like, Vince is lackey, and he's, uh, Vince is, you know, I, I'm now taking over Raw for a while, and everyone's all somber, and there's all this stuff, and Jeez. there's, like, shrines outside of Titan Tower, like, with flowers and candles and everything to Vince McMahon. Well, um, and, um Anyway, so... I sure hope nothing actually bad happens. Now, before... Yeah, before I get into that, let me go... Let me explain what the original story was supposed to be and what they had started with. The original idea was Vince is dead, and then it comes... You know, and then obviously Triple H and Stephanie are gonna, you know, take control of the company. But while they're in the process of this... Mr. Kennedy is going to come out and claim that he is the illegitimate son of Vince McMahon. And he is going to basically take over the whole company. Like this hostile takeover, heel taking over the company. He's going to become champion and everything and just run the company. Jeez. Okay, so this is this is babyface Triple H and stuff Yes, right yes, now. yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Triple H ma- is massive babyface right now. And uh, that's the original idea. And then okay. it was going to culminate uh, near WrestleMania the next year. Um, so almost a year. And Vince was going to come back and say that he did this to see something. I don't remember why it his was reason was. <laughs> I don't remember what his reason was for faking his death. But it was for some reason to see who was loyal to him or what people yeah. would do or something. And then, and then this big showdown was going to be... Like Triple H and and uh, Mr. Kennedy for control of the company, something like that, and and that or that's what it was. That was like the WrestleMania thing, and then afterwards Vince was gonna like come back and I guess regain control or something. But it, it, you know, it's something that if it was done decently, could have been okay or at least sure. intriguing. You know, it's one hundred percent soap opera, but. Right, but there's there's some level of intrigue in there. Mr. Kennedy was over pretty big at this point. He was right. starting his like- kind of push, and so you know, and it's going to build up Mr. Kennedy. It's going to put him in the main event star, build this guy, you know, this promising young talent up, and you know, everyone's going to benefit from this in the long run. Yeah, and it sounds like I mean, there's a decent amount of talent involved anyway you could definitely pull something you know it's right it is like it's a silly idea on paper but a lot of stuff is in wrestling, yeah you know so uh that was the original idea well a couple weeks after vince mcmahon is dead uh chris benoit happened and that really threw a boy, wrinkle and everything 
Boy, did he. So, <laughs> the, um, the like next, uh, the, so it's like a couple weeks now after this, and there's just like no mention of Vince McMahon. He's just not on TV or anything. And then right. all of a well, sudden, after because he he showed up on television, right? Like he had to. Uh, I don't I don't even remember I'm that. Pretty he might sure. Have. I think I've seen like clips of it. Like he was, you know, and we're not going to get into this whole thing. It's not the point of the episode, but like they had the tribute show. For right. Chris Benoit, because the way the timeline worked out, right. They, this you know, this happened on a Sun- Sunday. This happened night. on a yeah, right. This he missed vengeance on Sunday, and then which Monday. I remember all of this stuff. Because I was watching yeah, that at the was time. Insane. Go back and watch that pay per view, and it's really surreal. Yeah, and uh, then yeah, then I remember the tribute episode. I remember watching right. that. Right, and I'm I'm pretty sure during that or the next week it was like the next. It was like a couple days after that because the raw was yeah. the next day, and nothing was known yeah. at that point. Yeah, and it exactly. wasn't until a few days after that that everything came out. Um, right. So obviously, but that, anyway, I'm. I'm pretty sure he did because that's kind of what busted the whole thing. Is he it had did. to come out, put yeah. himself on TV, and say, "Hey, look." Well, this also, is what you can't have a death angle at this time. You just can't. You just can't. Right. Absolutely. So a couple weeks later, he just shows back up on Raw for no reason, like with no well, I mean, with no explanation or anything. It's just. But you. Oh, he's like back. You can't at that point. I know, surely. but it's like there's not even a. What you know? The announcers are any confused? There's like nothing. It's just like, oh, you're back, and then yeah, uh, and he does this. So then he comes out and does this terrible promo talking about how he he was faking his own death to see how people really felt because he needed he needed people to f- see if people would actually feel bad for him, and it was terrible. Um, but uh, anyway, but but at this point, you could still do this angle. Right, you still have Mr. Kennedy. You could just without the death thing, you could still kind of do this fight for the company. Some you could still do part of this angle. Well, then, right. Mr. Kennedy was implicated in uh, like a like a steroid scandal at the time. <laughs> right at right during this, and there was a several wrestlers. It wasn't like a major thing, but he was like suspended for a week or. T- but then he was like back on TV. So anyway, regardless, well, something was, with this happened. It was horrible timing, though. Yeah, this is the point where everyone was like, "Chris Benoit did this because he was full of steroids." Right. That's why all this stuff then came out. Um, right. So ultimately, right. most of it was old and didn't really matter, but it still put a bad spotlight on certain people. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so they ended up shifting completely from this storyline, but they were keeping. With the fact that Mr. McMahon had an illegitimate son. They were going to keep with that. Why not? And so what actually happened was it he... Then then, um, Stephanie comes out on the... It's that same episode when Vince McMahon is back. Stephanie comes out and says, Well, you're not going to like this, but I just talked to like our lawyers or something. And there's like a paternity suit against you. And you have an illegitimate son. And so, over the next couple weeks, there's, like, him trying to figure out who this is and all this. And there's lawyers involved. And anyway, so then there ends up being an episode of Raw. And we're going to reveal who the son is. It is the most mind-numbing, awful thing ever. Um, Vince McMahon <laughs> pulls the entire locker room. Because apparently, one of the clues from one of these weeks was it's a WWE, it's someone it's a, someone under WWE contract. Boy, what it's are like, the odds? It's a WWE superstar. So, Vince has everybody come to the ring. Everybody. Which is kind of cool, because I'm looking around and I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, him, him. And I remember all these storylines yeah. going on. Like, Because at the time... Matt Hardy and MVP are the tag team champions, and MVP is also the U.S. champion. And it's a feud between Matt Hardy and MVP. They're feuding for the United States Championship, but end up it's one of those things where they end up getting put in a tag team and winning the titles. So they hate each other, but they're the champions. And so it's okay. That was actually that was a fun storyline. Anyway, there's all this stuff, and I remembered all of it while I'm looking at all these people because it's basically the whole roster of SmackDown vs. Raw 2006, which was the first video game I ever had. So anyway, uh-huh. so it was fun to look at, but um, and you know, I imagine like you're just you're sitting here, 
and you're looking at all of these people, and you're imagining all the different cool stuff that could be happening, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you and think, some, and you're some like, was, oh, man, what but... if one of them was his son? That'd be so fun. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so <laughs> this is the best way I heard someone describe this was if you like the game, guess who? That's exactly what this was. They're all in the ring, and uh, there's a lawyer just on screen, on the screen, reading off these clues, and that each one weeds out a certain amount of people, <laughs> and it's just awful. It's just awful. Um, I mean, there was one moment where it says, you know, he's fair-skinned or something like that, and oh, so great. you know, all the black people leave, and Vince McMahon's just like, Jeez. you mean my son's Caucasian? Oh, I mean, you mean my son's <laughs> Caucasian? And it's just like, oh my, this is wonderful. Oh, that's, yikes. And, uh, so we're really, we're already not even trying to not no. steer away from controversy no. anymore. No, no, oh, 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 it gets worse. Um, Lovely. And, you know, it's just like, uh, the, this, your son has a thing for gold. So he's oh. like, oh, you mean he's a champion? So my son's a champion. So then everyone who this doesn't is, have title belts has to leave. And um, You know what this reminds me of, just huh. real quick? The way you say it, it sounds like Batman and Robin trying to solve Riddler's terrible <laughs> riddles yeah. in the old Batman movies. Yeah, kind of. A little bit. There's a little bit of that. Um, and not that nearly as like fun, though. incredulity when they figure it out, except these are just worse. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's a... Uh, so, it's, and then he said, you know, one's like then, you know, has hair that's fair. So it's like blonde haired person or whatever. So then all the, so at this point, there's three people in the ring and okay. it was, uh, oh shoot. Now I forgot who the third one was. Crap. I think it was <laughs> like Trevor Murdoch. No, it was Lance Cade, I believe. Sandman and Triple H. Uh, were the ones in the ring. And then with whatever the next thing that he said, I don't remember what it was. Oh, yeah. He said, and also, your son loves to play the game. Oh. And so Sandman and uh, the other one or whatever leave, and it's just Triple H. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, genius, incest, wonderful. What a wonderful joke. WWE, to a T. And, um, you know, they're both just looking very uncomfortable. And then, then the lawyer says, loves to play games like hide and seek. And then you just see everyone looking around and all of a sudden here comes Hornswoggle. Oh my. And Hornswoggle is the son of Vince McMahon. Of course he is. That just, that makes and so much. He's also the cruiserweight champion at the time. Yeah, seriously. So, uh, <laughs> no, hang on, hang on. Let's not let's not gloss over. This. No, look, gonna, this, this is the tail end of the cruiserweight division in WWE, who never wanted it, it anyway. The cruiserweight division. No, 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 it? no. It didn't. No, it didn't. It was dead from the beginning. WWE never right, really right, wanted like, the cruiserweight he literally, division. Like retired the belt. Like he might have. I don't even remember. Champion. I don't care. I'm pretty it sure just he makes did. Me angry. I remember thinking like he might have. Is... I don't care, Harris. Okay. I don't All right, care. Mark, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to talk about it. Probably there was some good cruiserweight about. stuff too in WWE. They had some good stuff in there too, but they just never mm. cared. Anyway. So, and then Triple H is now just rolling on the floor, dying laughing at this point. Well, of course, because that's hilarious because Hornswoggle's a little person. Right. And that's funny. Oh, we'll get to that too. Um, the amount of. What what's the word infantilizing? Is that the word? Yes, that WWE has always done with little people, mm-hmm. and this yeah, is the terrible. worst example of it by far, probably that's ever been right. done. I mean, it is just, it's 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 insane. Um, so because we'll, they we'll, literally, like you said, he likes to play games like hide and seek. They literally just treat him like he's oh, a child. Oh, it gets so much worse, and we're gonna get into that. Okay. So that that's what this that's story cool. is. That's what this story is about the angle. Of Hornswoggle mm. being the illegitimate son of Vince McMahon, which literally goes on for like nine months. <laughs> Not kidding. You're no, kidding. we're gonna be here for a while. Um, I'm I'm vaguely familiar with this story, but I always thought it was over the course of like no, two. no. I thought from the reveal to the end of the angle was like one pay per view. 
No, 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 no. Here we go. Okay, so it gets even worse. The whole, and so Vince McMahon obviously is not happy about it. Um, so the next week, right. Vince comes out and he's, you know, doing this big promo again about sun and stuff and blah, I don't care. And he calls Hornswoggle out here. So Hornswoggle comes out, and of course Hornswoggle's just hopping around, acting so happy. Jeez. He never even talks. Like, it's like he can't talk, so he never talks. He just makes noises. And, you know, and I'm sure you guys are very familiar with Hornswoggle. You know, little person, full beard, earrings, tattoos, everything. He's a leprechaun. Like, he's literally... Yeah. I mean, yeah. The character of Hornswoggle. Right. And, yeah, he's a leprechaun, pretty much. So Vince comes out and he's like, you know, <laughs> you know what, I don't care. Ultimately, he's putting Hornswoggle up for adoption. <laughs> this is a grown man. <laughs> I'm not even laughing at it that. I'm laughing better. at the fact that he went from, well, okay, son, to like, no, yep. no, I don't. Yeah, because he's like, but he's still oh trying to act word. like, oh, it's going to be great, you know, anyway. Oh, my word. And then here comes out a couple who are going to adopt him. Wow, that was fast. Mr. and Mrs. Jones, you know, whatever, coming out, acting dorky and happy, so happy, coming out to adopt their new son, who's like 30 years old. And, um, That's probably the least realistic thing about this whole thing, honestly. Is it that might they come be. Out there so fast. And so you know, and they're so happy, and they wanted they want to take him, and he's exactly the child they've always wanted. And Hornswoggle doesn't want to go. He's not happy about this. And Is it so because he's a grown man, or because he's childishly <laughs> throwing a tantrum. <laughs> probably for real, because he's a grown man. But in the show, because. He wants to stay with Vince, I guess. I don't know. Right. And so he just goes up and just attacks the guy. Just attacks him, beats him up. And um, so they're now freaked out and leave. And Vince is still going, no, you you got to take him. Here, sign the papers. And they're just Jeez. out. They're done. Um, And then, then there's this segment. And then right after that happens, there's just Vince just berating Hornswoggle. He's just like talking how embarrassed he is that this ever happened, and he's nothing and not a McMahon. And this is all being played super serious and, like, supposed to be really sad. Like, that's one of the biggest problems with this angle is there's no direction. It's like, is this a comedy angle, or is this or is this supposed to be taken somewhat seriously? They don't even know themselves. And so, you know, then Hornswoggle is all sad and... And and Lee and leaves and uh, anyway and then at some point Triple H ends up coming in to helps defend him in some way and anyway mm-hmm. but it, it it moves it goes on from here um, so this Goodness. is all in September this started in September it ends in like April of the next year um, so the next week Vince says he has a change of heart and he sets Hornswoggle up on it with a date with Melina. And, of course, that turns out okay. that she only agreed to do this, so she gets a title shot um, for the women's championship. Hornswoggle is then just a creeper this whole episode, and he's spying on her in the shower and then chasing mm. her around the arena in a, with, with her in a towel and then stealing her towel and all this stuff. And, and now we're still, like, he's just a cartoon character at this point. That's I it. I mean, has That's he all ever not is. been? Not really, but... It's like they're still trying to play up this other anyway. It's just so it's so confusing and awful. Um, yeah. Then the next week, Hornswoggle still is interfering with Molina. She's in a match, and then he comes out, interrupts the match, chases her under the ring, and then takes her clothes. Apparently, because then he comes oh, out of the man. ring holding her clothes. Oh man, women's wrestling! Yep. Oh yeah. Then the next week, Coach, you know, Jonathan Coachman is there at the time, and he's like Vince's lackey at this point. Right. right. And um, they get into it, and Coach starts chasing him around the arena, and she end up they end up coming out onto the into the ring and 
he chases him under the ring where he has put an explosive detonator under there. Wait, 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 wait. What? <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. I'm dead no. serious. There's like, okay. you know, I'm serious. Like, you know, in Bugs Bunny cartoons with those, yeah, the, the, you know, the dynamite with the, the handle, you know, detonator. Yeah. Yeah. That's what this is. And that's in the ring, like, and there's like a you see like wires go under the ring, and so he chases Hornswoggle under the ring. He goes into the ring, pushes the detonator, and nothing happens. So of course, so of course, he has to go under the ring to check it, and then Hornswoggle no. comes out and pushes wow. the detonator, and boom! Wow! So blows up Coach. Apparently, of course, he just comes out all. Like beat up. Is and it literally black. like a cartoon? Like yes, he's just got yes. soot all over his face? Yes, pretty much, yeah. Wow. So that's another segment. Um it keeps turning into this attempted comedy. Um obviously well, most that's of them the only reasonable decision that they've made so far. <sighs> yeah, but then there's still these little segments with Vince like talking to Hornswoggle, giving him like terrible fatherly advice and stuff. Um Great. Then there's another so this leads to a match with Coach. He's going to have a one-on-one Between... match, Hornswoggle and Coach, and Jonathan Great. Coachman. Amazing. And so they both come out to the ring, and but before he does, Vince is talking with Hornswoggle, giving him a man, heart-to-heart father's conversation, talking how he has to get mean, and he's got to be vicious, and he needs a I mean, mean streak seems... in him, just like a McMahon, so he can beat up that Coach like or whatever. That seems like good advice. Huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. I just said that seems like good advice. Yeah, yeah. so then Hornswoggle comes out, but then, wait. There's a special guest referee that nobody knew about. And who is it? But Mick Foley comes what? out. <laughs> because you know they're like, oh no, this segment is not going to work. Um, put Mick Foley in there. That's exactly what this is. I thought you were about to say, like, it's Vince and he's going to help his son win or something. Oh, like, no, something no, with no, any no, sort no. of storyline application. No, this is just so the segment doesn't flop. Let's put McFoley okay. in there because people like him. So you think, all right, we've got a match between a little person and an announcer. Yep. Um, yep. Hardcore icon McFoley. That's, that's yep. what this means. And it's just the worst. Um, Foley is stealing the spotlight most of the time just by standing there. Um, that's probably for the best. It is. Uh, Hornswoggle can't even work. Like, he's <laughs> his, his drop kicks, like, everything is just, like, the worst thing I've ever seen. It's just yeah. it's just awful. You know, he's just kicking him in the shins and stomping on his toes. and That's funny because he's it, little. it ends up, Mick Foley then ends up, uh, well, what happened? Then Coach inadvertently, like, hits Mick Foley, and then Mick Foley's like, you know, stop, you know, call, you can't do this. I'm the ref. And then he ends up just losing his temper and punching Mick Foley. So then, of course, Mick Foley comes out and pulls out Mr. Sacco, which is still the worst thing that any actual good wrestler has ever done in the history of wrestling. Oh, um, uh, whatever. It was, it was definitely Sacco. the best thing that could have possibly happened to this match. And, oh, it gets better. He then pulls out another smaller Sako and gives it no. to Hornswoggle. Oh, my and word. And Hornswoggle goes and grabs Coach in the nuts. <laughs> and then follows it up wow. with a frog splash, which is called a tadpole splash when um, Hornswoggle wow. does it. And Hornswoggle pins wow. him and wins. And okay, that, and, and this type of stuff goes on for months. This was now, I believe, this match happened in October at this point. So the the this this angle's already been going going for like six weeks or maybe more. And then over the next like, you good? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Something was uh, some sound was going on. Oh, I don't know what that was. <laughs> maybe we had a. I don't know. No, I was just I was listening intently okay. um, for the next great, oh, no. great bit so of humor. Over the next like four months, stuff is going back and forth over the next like three months. And it's like, oh, I mean, there's word. there's now and at this point, Finley has come out, you know, because Finley and Hornswoggle originally were put together. That was the whole point. And they'd already been together for a while. And then Lord. Finley came back out as like to protect Hornswoggle from all this stuff. And uh, is acting like his protector. And now there's matches with Great Kali, with Mark Henry, <laughs> with, like, it's Wait, just everything. And but you, I feel like we should explain. It's funny because those guys are big. Yeah, and it's, and it's Vince, it's Vince being tough love to his Good. son, trying to make his son Good tough. Grief. 
Um, did anybody, I don't know if you know this or not, did anybody at the time like this? No, like I don't think so. Because um, this wasn't like the 80s, no, you know? This is the worst thing ever, I'm telling you. This is the this worst is angle in the history of wrestling. Um, That's incredible. And another person that had matches with Finley and uh, Hornswoggle was Carlito. And this has one of the best segments of the whole thing. So okay. there's a segment where Vince sends Hornswoggle into the one of the locker rooms where Carlito is waiting on him, and I'm assuming going to beat him up. But okay. Hornswoggle quickly grabs a can of spray paint, and you just see him spray painting, but you can't see what he's spray painting. And you're just like, what is going on? And Carlito's just looking confused. And then all of a sudden, like, the camera turns around, and he's spray painted like a, like, like a doorway. Like in just black no. spray paint. Like it's just it's just no. like a it just looks like a hole. And then then the camera like moves away and you see him just run into the wall, presumably. Oh my word. And then Carlito standing there looking confused, and then of course you see Carlito looking at the wall and then runs at the wall and smashes into the wall. Okay, so at least and correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like they've certainly decided on a tone, if nothing else. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. But for the most wow. part, um, anyway, that's, that's pretty insane. So then, in January, I uh, there's a mini Royal Rumble on Raw because this is leading Wait. up to the Royal Rumble. Do you mean mini like fewer people? No, or well, well yes, uh, but no, know. there's like five little wrestlers in this oh, Royal Rumble. No. And Great Kali. <laughs> and Hornswoggle wins. Great. I didn't even bother wa- I didn't even bother watching it. How? I don't know what happens. I don't care. I'm about to go watch that because okay. I have to see how any <laughs> okay. amount of little people eliminate Great Kali. That's incredible. Anyway, um, so that's in January. Remember, this started in September. Um, mm-hmm. So now we're in February. And Vince comes out and cuts oh, a promo, man. cuts a promo on the crowd and all the parents in the crowd and how bad oh, no. they are. How bad parents they are. And then he starts to bash the kids as well, saying they're all spoiled brats, and that's because they're parents, and this whole thing. And and he says all parents need to act like him. And, and he says, I'm not kidding. And he says these parents literally, and I mean literally, need to make their kids kiss their ass. He says literally. Yes, literally. And then calls Hornswoggle out to, to do that. And so oh, Hornswoggle's man. in the ring. Oh, no. Vince pulls his pants down oh, no. and tells Hornswoggle to kiss him. And right as he pulls his pants down for the first time, you hear a, growl, a guy in the crowd yell, My eyes! Which, that was really funny. Um, he yells what? My eyes! <laughs> which was the funniest part of the whole segment. <laughs> okay, well, he's having fun. That's yeah, amazing. um... That guy in the crowd is the only person that made me laugh my entire wow. time researching this. Um, and um, anyway, so Hornswoggle obviously doesn't want to, so it's this back and forth that goes on for like five minutes of Hornswoggle Good. not wanting to. I mean, it goes on forever. And then Finley comes ah. out to save the day, and Vince isn't happy about this and says, you know what, Finley, you can do it after Hornswoggle. And so then he pulls his pants back down and says, Hornswoggle, come on. This goes on again forever with, like, Hornswoggle just going back and forth. But then eventually Hornswoggle doesn't do it and instead bites him instead. And then they leave. And then Vince is all mad and gets the mic again and says, next week he's going to have a no-DQ match against Hornswoggle and teach him a lesson. Good Lord. So the next week there's a no-DQ match with Vince. Um, in which almost nothing happens. Um, Vince comes out, and Hornswoggle comes out, and Vince just, like, goes back and forth and gets on his knees and tells Hornswoggle to hit him, and then Hornswoggle, like, doesn't want to because it's his dad, and he feels bad. But then he ends up Mm. slapping him, and then Vince McMahon then gets enraged and grabs him, and right as he does that, Finley then comes down and saves the day, chases Vince out of the ring. And then Vince comes back in with a mic and is saying, "You can't be in here and this. If you do any, if you don't leave right now, you're fired." And that whole thing. And then, mm-hmm. and then uh, turns around and hits Vince with his, with his shillelagh right in the face. And then Hornswoggle tadpole splashes Vince and gets the pin and wins. Jeez. Then the next week, 
we have another match between oh, Vince and Hornswoggle. Okay. And it's a cage match this time to prevent interference. And um, okay. so Vince is in the ring, and Hornswoggle and Finley this, come out. Wait, I have to ask, is it a normal-sized cage or is it like a No, no, cage? it's a regular cage. <laughs> it's a fair question. It is a fair question, but it's a regular-sized cage. Finley and Hornswoggle come out, and then, you know, they're both getting in the ring, and Vince is saying, you need to, you know, you need to leave. We're about to wrestle. And, um, oh, man. And then JBL comes out of nowhere and attacks Finley. That's what the story needed. And throws Finley into the ring and then handcuffs Finley to the ring rope. And then Vince starts to beat up Hornswoggle. He takes his belt off and just starts spanking him repeatedly with the belt. Um, chasing him around the ring. Mm. And then Vince just leaves. He just leaves the ring. JBL stays in there and then just starts destroying Hornswoggle. Just slamming him into the cage and kicking him and picking him up and doing his like overhead slam into the cage and then Lovely. leaves. And so uh, and JBL just outside the cage this whole time just watching. Or, uh, Vince is outside the cage just watching this the whole time. And then uh, the next week it's saying that... Uh, Hornswoggle's in the hospital, and anyway, but um, and then JBL comes out and says that Hornswoggle was actually not Vince's son this whole time, and it was actually Finley's son. Okay. Then the following week, Finley comes okay. out to confront JBL, okay. but then instead Vince comes out and asks if this is all true, and Finley says it is, and it was all this big conspiracy against Vince. That is not explained in really any way why, what the point or the goal was. And oh. JBL is then on, the sc- and then on screen at the hospital where Hornswoggle is and then beats the crap out of Hornswoggle in the hospital. And this ends up leading to a, a showdown at Wrestle... We're in, we're in March at this point. And oh, this leads to a great. showdown at WrestleMania 24 with JBL and Finley in a Belfast brawl match. <laughs> so, so from day one, like I don't, it doesn't trace. Does it trace all the way back to Vince McMahon's death? Or yeah, just illegitimate. Yeah, no, it pretty Boy, much so, goes back to Vince's death, and then once that original so, angle was scrapped for those couple of reasons. No, 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 no. I'm trying to figure out in kayfabe now. I'm trying to figure out. Oh. So. Yeah, from apparently. From the beginning, I Finn, don't know. Finley said, "Okay, Hornswoggle." You are my tiny Irish son, obviously, because we're both Irish. And what we're going to do is we're going to fake it that you're Vince McMahon's son to for the lulls. Like I don't, I, we don't, we don't know. Nobody knows. Uh, it's untraceable. There's okay, no we reason try to understand anymore. That's fair. But then the the match, this Belfast brawl match, one is just awful, and two, JBL wins. He just like destroys any- Finley and wins. And that's it. Is there any? That's Great. the end. The angle's well, done. That's the, that's the best thing that could have possibly happened if it ends the angle. I mean, it's just done. So what happens to Hornswoggle? He just goes on. He's just with Finley for like the next couple of years. He's just great. Just with Finley again. There, there's okay. nothing. There's no point in anything no that point has happened. To any of it. And it went on for like nine months. And it's I... not a single person got over. Nobody no. cared. No money was drawn. This did not no. bring any eyes to anything. No. Except for and, people who were offended, And I it's using Vince McMahon throughout this whole thing. Yeah, that's the best use of Vince McMahon, for sure. Uh, um, I got a lot of this information. Wrestling with Regret is a YouTube yeah, channel. Yeah, yeah. And it has a good piece on this. Um, I that, love that guy. Yeah, the, he did a good job on this story, too. So definitely check that out for... For more information on this uh, this angle, but yeah, there's there's literally nothing that comes out of this at all. Nothing. That's, I I never knew because I've seen that video. It's been a while, but I never knew it went on so long. Yep. Like I said, I always figured it was like, okay, he's my son. Wait, I don't like him, and now let's have a match. You know, nope. but that's not not even a little bit. Mm-mm. That's. Okay. So that's so, the uh, that's the story of wow. um, Hornswoggle being Vince McMahon's illegitimate son. The worst wow. angle in the history of wrestling, in my opinion, ever. 
that is a heck of a statement, but honestly, it's pretty warranted. Like, I don't, I'm not prepared to make an argument for it, but wow. If you have any angle you think was worse than this in wrestling or WWE, please let us know at behind underscore gorilla, um, our Twitter page, please, please. I would love to hear anyone who has a worse (laughs) angle. So then we can do an episode on that. Because that's true. That's absolutely I, true. I, I, I don't like, know of one, and I and if there is one that is worse, I would love to know it. I feel like you could get arguments for like the invasion or something because it wasted actual wrestling talent. But to me, that's what makes this so much worse. Right? Is that there there's was never no redeeming any, like, quality? There's not a good person involved. Like right. there's just there's nothing you can point to. Right. Like at in all. the beginning, in the beginning of this whole thing, you're thinking about all the cool possibilities for angles that could happen. And now it's just, there's just nothing. Yeah. It's just all gone. Yep. And that, that is the, like, and I've heard other people talk more about this in the past, but, like, that's what's so crazy is that, like, the Vince McMahon's illegitimate son angle, as silly as it is, could have at least been something good for somebody. Yeah. There, there was, was something nuts. in there. And it... it... <laughs> They just wasted it. And it wasn't even like, it was like they pulled the plug on doing it seriously with Kennedy, but they right. refused to do, pull the plug on doing it in a silly way for nine months. Right. I assume because Vince McMahon just thought it was hilarious. Like, oh, that's I'm the only sure explanation that I can think of. That, that's the only thing I can think of, too. I'm sure Vince McMahon just thought it was fantastic. Oh, man. It was, um, okay, I have to ask because I know about this, and it might not be related. It might just be... Another terrible thing was the WLC match involved in this at all, or did that? No, come that later? was that was way later. Okay, that was several years later. That's another. If y'all are fortunate enough to not know what that is, not that I've watched it, it's just a TLC match it's between awful. Hornswoggle and El Torito. Everything, everything with WLC. Hornswoggle, in my opinion, is is some of the worst stuff WWE's ever done. That's pretty. I didn't. I don't think you're wrong because that's not even like. Again, I got nothing against the guy Dylan Postel, yeah. I believe, or whatever. Fine guy or whatever. That's fine. It's not his fault. But just everything, everything with Hornswoggle is absolutely eyeball gouging, unwatchable for me. Always has and, been. Always was. And we. <laughs> well, I was we, miserable studying for this uh, topic. That's how we got into Kelly Kelly, Kelly territory, huh? Yeah, it's true, because this is, uh, I mean, she's a part of the company during all this, so at least there were matches yeah. in between, so that was nice. At least but, you um, got that going for you. Yeah. That's, and we didn't even, that's, I'm just thinking of every other Hornswoggle angle I've ever There's seen nothing now. good. There's not a single good thing. No, the other, that's the thing, when you bring him up, it's always like, oh. Maybe some man, people that's... think it was funny. I mean, there was definitely crowds kind of reacting to what was going on, but you couldn't really tell what the reaction was. Um, I don't know. Maybe some people thought some of it was funny, but I I don't know. Maybe someone did. If you did, Maybe. please let us know so we can make fun <laughs> of you. If you think this is the best angle ever. Yeah, let us know so we can berate you um, on Twitter because that's what Twitter's for. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'll probably just, I'll just be more curious. I won't yell at you. Mark will. I might. Anyway, but uh, yeah, so uh, that, that, uh, that's this episode. By far the most painful one I've ever done. Um, that's amazing. But it definitely, uh, it definitely warranted an, uh, an episode of this show because it fit right in to our show. But unfortunately, this was just one that was not at all redeeming of anything. So a lot of times, <laughs> even when we know they're like really stupid things, a lot of times you get into it and you're like, Oh well, that was kind of funny, or that was you find right. But this one, there's there's nothing. I mean, there is nothing. There was Jeez. nothing redeeming about it. So, but that it fit the wild, wacky, and crazy uh, side of professional wrestling. It it fit all the it checked all those boxes. Wow. Yeah. No. That. Well, we did this to ourselves, I guess. <laughs> didn't we? Yeah, we did. We signed up for this. You signed up for this. Yep. So anyway, that's uh, any final thoughts, Harris, on hearing you all about this for the first time? Oh, before man. we uh, check just, out, like, no, like even even at the worst, like WWE has done dumb and offensive stuff throughout all of its history, 
But even in like the Attitude Era, like the height of Bra and Pandy's matches for women's wrestling, like you still had China, you still had Trish and Lita, like you still yeah, had like some at this cool point stuff as you were talking on. about the women's division because this is right in the height of all that stuff, 2007. Right. But there's still Beth Phoenix, who's the women's champion at yeah. the time. There's still uh, uh, Victoria, like there's still a handful of actual wrestlers. Mickey James is hugely over at this point, so there's still a handful of actual wrestlers in there. But. And there's just, but there's like when it comes to this and all of the hornswoggle stuff, there's just there's just nothing. No, it's just bad, dumb humor that is at best not funny and at worst like really offensive and dehumanizing. <laughs> That's just yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a good way to put it. I mean, there's nothing worse than comedy that's not funny. There's yeah. nothing worse as far as entertainment like, if you, goes. If you try to do something serious and it doesn't work, then it's funny. Sometimes, you know, yeah, yeah, but that can be. But if there's when comedy's not funny, it's the worst. Nothing there. It's the worst. I mean, it's why movies like Ghostbusters Two and Caddyshack Two are just like terrible, (laughs) because it's just like they're comedies that are just not funny. There's nothing worse than that, because there's nothing else to fall back on. (laughs) Yeah, and that's uh, that's pretty much what this is. You don't even have a chance of pulling off something else. You never hear of a comedy that's so bad that it's like a really good drama. Yeah. (laughs) But the room is hilarious. Right, right, exactly. It's a good way to put it, for sure. Anyway, so uh, that'll do it for this episode. If you think Ghostbusters 2 is great, talk to Mark on Twitter. (laughs) Sure, sure, why not? We'll we'll die on that hill. uh, I won't, but you will. So, anyway, that'll do it for this episode of Behind the Gorilla. If, uh, again... Any thoughts uh, on the episode? Please hit us up on Twitter at behind underscore gorilla. Um, please, please let us know if this isn't the worst angle of all time because I want to know what you think is um, for <laughs> sure. Um, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Marky Mark Brand and Harris. I'm at Harris Wilson. So uh, you can do that too. Also, check out my other podcast, uh, The Uncaped Crusaders Review, where me and my friend Ian. Go through and review every Batman movie ever made. Uh, We just finished our episode on Batman Forever. So make sure you go check out that track. And then next week, Batman and Robin. Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. The best one. Cannot wait. The movie that killed Batman and superhero movies, I feel like, just for years. So uh, uh, check that out. We're on Twitter at Uncaped Review. Also, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, basically everywhere you can find this podcast as well. Um, so, uh, yeah, that'll do it for another week. Next week, we, Harris is going to have to follow this up. Hopefully, it's with something more fun. And um, <laughs> I had fun listening to this. <laughs> well, that's good. That's the goal. That was the goal anyway. Now, you know what happens now, right? Because, like, we started talking about David Arquette, our patron saint, and he's getting back into wrestling now, and he's got shirts on pro wrestling tees, and oh yeah, you know, follows us on Twitter. It's this whole he thing. Does. I'm pretty sure this means that Hornswoggle's coming back for SmackDown 1000 <laughs> this week. We just need to prepare ourselves for that. Oh man, that that would that would work, wouldn't it? That that would be what happened. Oh, man. But then we can plug this episode, and you know, it'll be great. Also, so. our another uh, our goal now from now on with the podcast is somehow to get David Arquette as a guest. <laughs> that should be our like bar of a goal for that's ultimately a, with this podcast. That's a really high bar. Maybe one day. I don't maybe, know if it's as high maybe. a bar as you think. I guess. Maybe. Anyway. We'll be part of his ascendancy bat to his WWE <laughs> Hall of Fame induction. Yeah, it's definitely uh we, we definitely need to work on that. I was thinking about that the other day. Be like that'd be like the gold standard. We could quit after that. I mean, because the goal used to be get followed or blocked. By yeah, and cat, we got right? that. <laughs> and we got we got that one down. So um, now we just got to get another one. We got to set a new goal right. for ourselves. Because clearly Keep listenership isn't, a, isn't a, a viable goal. So we need another goal. <laughs> I mean, I guess, you know, tell your friends, like, share, subscribe, and all oh, that yeah. crap. Uh, too, but, give, yeah. us a, give us a review on iTunes. That would help, Once too. Once again, you don't have to give us a high review. Like, oh, we no. appreciate that. If you think it's five stars, then great. Like, sure. Please do that. But if you don't and you want to give us, like, two stars, you have to compare it to a match. Yeah. That's my only request. <laughs> if you give us two stars... You have to tell us, like, yeah, this is, uh, you know, I don't know, Hornswoggle versus 
Coachman. Is that two stars? I don't know how that could ever <laughs> no. be two stars. That no, might no, be one no, no, star. No, no, no. That'd be, that'd be one or below for sure. Okay. If but, you give us one star and compare it to a match, we can probably get an episode out of that. Just go watch yeah, the match and see if that it's too. really that bad. I mean... That too. Uh, we're, so yeah, we're, we're willing down. to work with you here. We are. We are. We're always up for. Uh, we're trying to make it easy on you. We're trying to make it easy on you. But um, anyway, so yeah. Now this is the longest outro of all time. But now we are finally done for this week and this episode of Behind the Gorilla. So uh, next week, it's all up to Harris, and um, hopefully he comes up with a good one. But we usually do. We're 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 pretty good at that at this point. Um, And yeah, so uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed it, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week.